This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Now, from BetQL, it's time for the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins. Dang it, he's talented. And let's be honest, I go for ambition, not luck. And Chelsea Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Hey, Dad, don't forget about me, the dunkster. Presented by BetMGM. Rise and shine, betters. It's time to make some money, or at least make some moves to make some money, because it's never too early to start placing your bets for the weekend. And also, for what we have on tap tonight, we'll get to NBA Daily Bets at 720. But first, it's the best storylines still live in the NFL postseason. If you don't have a team remaining, you don't only have to you know pick a team to bet on, but how about the team we're rooting for? The team that we want in our hearts to win the Super Bowl. Then at 740, it is on to the big plus money play of the day, which is the show parlay. Each member of our staff gives a play for the weekend, and we combine it all up into one big show parlay. Jenks, I was just laughing as I was perusing Mm -hmm. Twitter last night uh, about a tweet that I saw from the U.S. Postal Service. And it said, have you considered... Rizzing them up with a letter. And I laughed. I was like, U.S. Postal Service, do you even know what rizzed up means? I don't. Rizzing them up? I'm not going to lie. Are they just making things up now? Do I need to add this to my vernacular to act like I'm cool? Please don't. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to start rizzing them up. I'm going to say yeet. I'm going to say all sorts of things. That Okay, I don't know what yeet means. I don't know. I feel I like people just day. use it as a verb when they want to be funny. They're like, man, he's yeeting again. You're like, what? <laughs> Ooh, him from three. Yeet three-pointer. Wait, what? Jenks, do you if know I... what yeeting means without looking no, it up? No, I don't. I'm not going to look it up and act like I do. I I just started using bay yesterday about eight years ago. Oh, no. <laughs> but that one's at least very obvious. <laughs> Right. Like, I think you could tell from context clues what bay means. With yeeted, right. I don't know. Because usually that's what you do. If you don't know what a word is, you use the yeah. context clues and you say, okay, well, this means that, you know. And you try to surmise yeah. what you think it might mean. But yeeted? Chelsea, I have no clue. I'm just a man. I don't know what these Let's young look kids it up. are talking about. <laughs> let's, look at, let's look it up on live, right? What is yeet? Bill, do you know? Uh, to, to discard something violently. Oh, to discard something violently. I would I've say heard people dorky. use this wrong because yeah. I've heard people say that they were yeeted on Adderall. 
And I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> doesn't sound yeah, like was... my crowd. <laughs> to throw something away or toss it aside violently. Yeah, I was cutting up these vegetables last night for a stew, and then I yeeted them. I mean, that's Urban Dictionary. So who it's, knows? It's not like I'm taking it from like you right. know, some Oxford Dictionary. Right. That's Urban Dictionary says that. So. Bill was like, I was on the streets last night, and I heard it a couple times. That's now I know right. what it means. <laughs> Hanging out with the teens. Even though Bill <laughs> yeah. coaches basketball. Bill, do you have interaction with teenagers? Oh, yeah, every day. That's what I'm saying. Every so he day. probably does yeah. know. Yeah, more so than me. I don't have a clue. I got nothing. Okay, so let's get back to the original one. Do you know what rizzed up means? Chelsea. The answer is no. Do I have you? no idea what rizzed up. No. <laughs> the I do, I do the answer is no. I have no idea when it rizzed up is. Well, I can make it up. I can pretend like I know. You know what? I've been looking at this this championship card this weekend. It's got me all rizzed up. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know, looking at these matchups, I'm just all rizzed up over it. Okay, without looking know, at the I chat. I know I'm using this wrong in the worst way. There's no question. Totally. Bill, did wrong. you know what rizzed up means? I, I have, looking? yes. Yes. Because I, I had he, heard of it. He's not using it properly. I, I knew. I, no, I knew. I was like, not. this is absolutely wrong. <laughs> absolutely wrong. I think it's like if you're like hitting on somebody. Because I think the original mm -hmm. usage was the viral headline that had something to do with baby Gronk and Livy Dune. Like, wasn't it baby Gronk lived up or rizzed up Livy Dune? So I think it's like this, you hit on somebody successfully. Correct. It's you, basically you seduce somebody. Yeah. Or, yeah, basically, yeah. Mm, that's good to know because I'd be in the kitchen like putting some flour in a bowl, mixing something. Now here is when you start rizzing it up right here. This is when the rizzing happens. <laughs> Be like, sir, please stop, sir. Sir, this is Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, sir, this is Wendy's. What are you doing here? Yeah, I got. And here's the thing, though. I'm of the age where, honest to God, like, if I said something like that, even if I used it correctly, I feel like it would come off as forced. Do you know what I mean? Kids hate it when you use their slang. Even I'm, if you use it properly. Right. They hate it. Exactly. So it's just like... You know, I'm not saying not to be aware. That's always a good thing to be educated and understand what things mean, of course. But I'm not going to start using stuff that is reserved for like 17, eight year old, 18 year olds, whatever, when I'm 50. It'll sound it'll sound forced. Yeah, I think that's the, the bottom line is anything when mm -hmm. it comes to vernacular, even when it comes to fashion, you just need the confidence behind it. Because I yeah. do think there are like, you know, 50 year olds that are swaggy enough to use this. Like, if there was somebody who was older, I bet Pete Carroll knows what this means. Doesn't it feel like he's the type of guy that would, like, absolutely nail this? Yeah, he'd probably have his shirt off, too. And he'd just, you know, Oof. keep talking like it was no I'm feeling rizzed up. I'm feeling rizzed up. <laughs> I might rizz her up later. You know what I mean? I'm starving. I might rizz myself up some food later. Oh, my <laughs> I am never using that phrase. I'm glad I know what it means. I will never use it. I tell you what, you got me rizzed up thinking about Pete Carroll. I think the NFL head coaching attractiveness scale went down when he left the league. Yeah. I said what oh. I said. Oh, all right. Like old Pete Carroll, huh? Ready to riz him up? Yeet a little bit? I don't know. <laughs> you were one for two there.
I was cl- yeah. You're doing I was better. close. I was close. You know, at least I got. I, I threw one in. They got in from half court, and the other, not even close. Air ball. <laughs> it's like uh, who is it? Swaggy P that like threw the ball behind himself, and he thought he made it. And he just walked away. Like Whoo. that was Jenks right there. Oh. An air ball, but he pimped that it. was me. Absolutely. You, you've got your drip going this morning, Jenks. Thank no, you, no man. Doubt. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He's in his bag. A bag. I was just going to say that. I'm in my bag God. this morning. That's that's one I do know. Oh, I know God. that version. But, you know, yeah. when people try to get complicated and make it, like, with multiple, like, words in one sentence, that's when my brain starts to fry. Like, if you yeah, put yeah. rizzed up in one sentence, but if you do in his bag and rizzed up, that's when it starts to, like, explode. I'm like, okay, I'm too yeah. old for this sentence. I am leaving the room. Okay, so let's talk about the top storylines in the NFL. Don't know a transition there. All right, so, Jenks, purely from your heart standpoint, is there a team that you are rooting for to win the Super Bowl? Like, which do you think would be the best story? Hmm, I honestly, well, the best story I think would be the Lions, right? If you're just... The Chiefs have won it. The Ravens have won it. The Niners. Every team remaining has a Super Bowl championship. But if you're talking about just the fun factor, I mean, how crazy would it be to say the Detroit Lions are Super Bowl champions? So I'm kind of, I, I, I'm actually backing the Ravens just because I'm in this area. I know a lot of Baltimore fans and – you know, I know they've been excited about this for a long time, but if you're just talking about pure fun and a great storyline, how I can't believe that we're talking about the NFC Championship and the Detroit by God Lions are playing in it. That's amazing. That is amazing. And they were kind of that it team before the season, like, oh, they got really good at the end of last season. They've got a head coach who's really solidified this locker room. They have talent. You never know. The Lions could do something. Well, here they are. They've done it. You just never know. But I think it's nice, as much as I like seeing dynasties and dominant players and dominant teams in the NFL, certainly the Chiefs fit that bill, but it is nice to have some fresh blood. It just makes the entire event, the entire weekend, a little more interesting and and just fun to watch. Just as a football fan, how crazy is it going to be to say, oh, the Detroit Lions are playing for a trip to the Super Bowl? Oh, for sure. When it comes to the fun rankings, Lions are number one. The fact that the Lions, as a franchise, had a winless season Mm. in 2008, this century, they didn't win a single game in an entire season. And now, in the year 2024, they're playing in the NFC NFC title game? That is something to behold. Mm -hmm. Like, imagine if you're a Cowboys fan, you're saying, okay, so the team that didn't win a single game in 2008 – has made it farther than we have all century. Something's not equating. This is not fair. But okay, let's go down the fun rankings. So we have the Lions unanimously selected as the number one team. So fun rankings, who's number two? Ooh, number two. Did you allude to it, the Ravens? I guess the Ravens, yeah. The Ravens are fun to me. The Ravens are... The Ravens are fun to me because they refuse to accept that they're as good as they are. And I was talking with someone about this last night, and I think we've talked about it on the show, which is teams do this all the time, right? 
all the time. They they play with a chip on their shoulder. They come up with reasons to be angry. It's us against the world. You hear this countless times each and every single year, no matter the sport. But there is a difference between paying lip service to something like that and then actually believing it. And the Ravens, I think to a man in that locker room, believe they are the underdogs, that no one believes in them. I, again, think they are the best team. I think they have the fewest weaknesses of any team remaining. And also, I love that Baltimore is a perfect encapsulation of the city itself. The Ravens are a blue-collar team, right, just like Charm City. And, man, I'll tell you what, they have a great fan base. I've been to M&T Bank Stadium a few times, so I'm a little biased being in this area. But I just love how they embody what Baltimore is all about, which is it. nobody gives us any credit, but we're going to find a way. We're going to play Ravens football. You hear that all the time, like the Ravens way. So it's exciting for me being here and knowing some Ravens fans. But I also think it's been fun to watch Lamar Jackson prove a lot of people wrong, saying, oh, he's lost and he can't win when he's going to win the MVP as well. Yeah, crab cakes and football. That's what Maryland does, right? I also think that people do want to see a team win that has a great quarterback. Do you think that's the knock on the Niners just simply from a rooting perspective? And it looks to me like Brock Purdy has had the trajectory kind of like celebrities do where people build them up and root for them, you know, on the way up. But once they get to a certain level, you start to tear them down and people are like, okay, we've heard this underdog story quite enough. Mm -hmm. We're ready for the next story. So I look at the Niners, and that's a fun team, too. Like, just from a watching perspective, their offense is really fun to watch, which I think if you're looking at the Ravens, that's the fastest team in football, you know, maybe besides the mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins. But on both sides of the ball, I think that's what you really notice when you watch the Ravens is just how fast they are. So even with all the other storylines aside, it is simply a fun team to watch because they are so electric in that regard. But why do you think... Why do you think the Niners are further down on the fun list? Is it something to do with their history, the fact that they used to be mm-hmm. this dynasty and the team that a lot of kids rooted for in the 90s? Or do you think that's yeah. a good thing? You know, some people my age that when you're picking a bandwagon team is like an eight or nine-year-old, you're like, hey, mm-hmm. the 49ers, they had some great players. Do you think oh, there are yeah. people who are going to be back aboard the bandwagon for the 49ers now? Yes, I do. The 49ers have an incredible history going for Super Bowl number six in franchise history, which would tie them with the Patriots and the Steelers, I believe. Mm-hmm. But the, the Niners were unbelievable in the 80s. Imagine, imagine the transition going from Joe Montana to Steve Young at quarterback. And then they had Bill Walsh and Jerry Rice. I mean, they were just so good. Ronnie Lott, you can go on and on about those Niners teams. But you you tend to forget, at least recent history-wise, oh, yeah, this is one of the most storied franchises and decorated franchises in the National Football League. For some reason, I will say, though, the Niners seem robotic to me. Maybe that's not the right adjective. Boring. Boring. It's just boring. Yeah. I think it's because Brock Purdy is their quarterback. Don't you think? Because it's shovel I mean, it has something to do with it. And, you know, it's just Debo Samuel that takes it 30 I totally agree with what you're saying, but I don't have a concrete point of evidence to to show for it. But I do agree with right. you. Like there's something, I don't know, something that just feels very, I don't want to say like corporate, 
just boring. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. it is. I don't know what you would say about the Niners, like with concrete evidence, because they do have exciting players on their team. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just because they've been so good all season long. I think that's why mm -hmm. I'm not really rooting for them because you always want to see a team that catches fire and you don't want to see the team that's just like, oh, wow. You know, the team that everybody expected to win the right. Super Bowl back in October. Wow, they won the Super Bowl. And we didn't even talk about the Chiefs. Hmm, last place in the fun <laughs> rankings. Wonder who we're pointing the finger at for that. Hmm, she who will be not be named, I suppose. All right, got to get to break. Up next, <laughs> our daily NBA plays. We're back on the Daily Tip after this. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the Daily Tip, presented by Bet MGM with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. All right, we are off and we are running jogging okay we're walking we're not running we're like that big kid in pe that's like come on tommy you gotta get some exercise <laughs> and he ain't running jinx were you no. ever that kid in pe like do you remember that when they made you oh, yeah. like run the laps around the gym and you're like god this is the worst i have to go to mm -hmm. art after this and i'm gonna be all sweaty uh but how <laughs> were you in pe i know you played sports so I maybe did. you were like you know, the good kid. Were you somebody who yeah. actually ran? Did you jog or were you walking? Uh, I would jog. Like I didn't, I've always been able to like to run longer distances. Okay. Like I'm not some sort of track star or anything like that, but it's been easier. It's always been easier for me to just sort of, you know, jog whatever distance. I may not blow your mind with speed, but I can just kind of just keep chugging along. So I would I would always just jog. I wouldn't try to set any sort of speed records or anything like that, but I'd be like, all right, I'll just jog, get this done, get it over with, and go back to what I was doing before. But I know what you're saying. Some kids were like, nope, I'm walking the entire time. I don't care. I just, and I would not sprint. I wasn't trying to beat anybody. I just wanted to, I wanted to, I'm all that time. I'm like, I'm not going to sprint and kill myself, but if I can get myself some extra time just by getting a quick jog and I'll do that. But the worst part, it was like an unspecified amount of time. Like they didn't say yes. like, hey, you're going to run for 20 minutes. You're going to run for 10 minutes. They just said, run, get to getting. <laughs> and you're like, right. so how should I pace myself? And they're just don't ask questions. So uh, yeah, that was my PE experience. Even though when you did have recess, like that was the best feeling. I think that yeah. was my singularly favorite part of elementary school growing up was recess. And I think at that point, I knew I was probably going to be in sports because everybody mm -hmm. has their favorite subject and their favorite class. And mine was always recess. Was yours recess or were you somebody who really loved, you know, English or reading or something else? Oh, gosh, I, I my favorite part was not recess. I. I was such a study nerd. I honestly, in my, I did like recess and I played sports or whatever, but I also, I started, <laughs> I started a newspaper when I was in elementary school. Honest to God, I started a newspaper and I hired three, I hired, but I got three friends of mine to work on it and it was four sections. And this is what I was doing in my spare time. So 
I had the front page. The second section was the information page. The third section was the sports page. And the fourth section was the fun page, which had puzzles and jokes and trivia. And so I had three of my friends. They were each in charge of a different page. I was the editor. They would turn them into me. I would rewrite the entire thing because I had good handwriting. I couldn't type back then. And then the school let me use a copier to print out this newspaper for the entire school. I did that every two weeks as a fifth grader. So I, as much as I, I, I just did, but I was always interested in a lot of different things, but journalism, obviously one of them. So I do recess. And then there's times that I'm collecting articles from my friends. Okay, so did you ever get any hot gossip? Like, did you ever land on, like, some really juicy scoops? Be like, man, I just saw, you know, I just saw Miss Thompson making out with Mr. Johnson. And that was front page news. And also, what was the the name of this paper? Well, we were the South Elementary Wildcats, and the the newspaper came out every two weeks, so it was called the Biweekly Wildcat. Oh, should have just been yes. the the bi wildcat. The, uh, the bi cat. The old bi cat. Heard in the yard. It looks like Michael Jenkins has the hots for Casey Taylor. At least they've been talking a lot by the monkey bars. Whoa, what's going on there? That's I'm what I should have been doing, spreading rumors. The most salacious things that happened in like grade school. And I think the only thing I can think of, which mm-hmm. Valentine's Day is coming up. You could buy carnations for a dollar and you could send them to whoever oh. you wanted. And did you guys ever have anything like this? And there was a carnation sale and like. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bill, we didn't you're, have it in elementary school. We had it in high school. Yeah, I remember had, doing it in high school. We not had, elementary school. Yeah. You guys are wow. way ahead of us. Wow. You guys are very <laughs> progressive. I didn't know anything. Maybe it was Five middle school. For each other? Maybe Still. it was middle school. And I remember okay, they were yeah, carnations. Yeah. They were a dollar. And you would look over and like this girl, Tara, she was like the hot thing. And she'd get oh, like Tara. 15. And you're like, God, I didn't get any again this year. Maybe I should be nicer. And I went home and my mom was like, well, Chelsea, maybe you need to smile more. And you would get more carnations. I'm like, Mom, that's not it. She said that? Oh, Mom. Oh, yeah. That's not true. My mom thought she knew best when it came to all of the reasons why I wasn't getting carnations. But, you know, I'll give it to her. I wasn't the nicest to boys. So maybe she was onto something. Maybe I should have smiled That does not shock me. 
<laughs> I was not the nicest to boys. I'm like, well, you know, I can see you like having zero tolerance for any BS whatsoever. Well, I'm just very blunt. So, you yeah. know, if somebody would be like, hey, do you want to go to the movies? I'm like, shouldn't you be studying? You got an F on that test. <laughs> <laughs> and well, that wouldn't go you know, over that well. And no, that's true. That's true. If some girl is scolding you about doing better on your test and you're in elementary school, you're not getting a mum. You're not getting a carnation. <laughs> it's a carnation. A mum. <laughs> oh, a mum. Yeah, we stand those mums. out. And that's what we used to give away in high school. Do you know what I'm talking about? What mums really? are? Uh, I mean, I know what a mom is, but we didn't. Oh, a mom is. All right. This is a very Texas thing. You've seen these before, right? Where if you like a girl, do they still do this? I don't know. But back in high school was a big thing. And it was like a big flower, like in the color, like a big flower. And it had streamers, ribbons. It might have some sort of plastic paraphernalia that was the mascot of your school and was in the colors of your school and so you they would the huge ornate mums that you would give to girls to wear before like football games if you like them and they all the girls oh, were like wearing, a like, corsage yeah 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 except we called them mums oh well a mum is a type business. of flower yeah and so, so like they would take I, this big flower and yeah build it yeah yeah Ooh. that's what it was so uh, were you popular in high school was I ask. popular? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean, I was, I just kind of got along with, with everybody, right? So I, yeah, mm-hmm. I would say so. I, 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 I hung around with everyone. I would hang around with the, you know, athletes for a while, and then I'd go hang out with the academics for a while, or you want to call them nerds, whatever. Like, I was always just kind of bouncing around, hanging around with everybody, just kind of going around and finding out what people were up to, what they were interested in what they were doing so yeah i got along with everybody i had a good i had a very good experience when i was in high school oh well that's great to hear i feel like mine was like somewhere middle in the road like i wasn't bullied but i wasn't like super popular but like (laughs) i had friends so i was fine and no i wasn't the the one doing the bullying either i was pretty much wrapped up in my own disagree (laughs) disagree and chelsea you were throwing people in lockers come on well here's the thing I would say things to people that were probably not very nice. And Mm -hmm. it would probably be something along the lines of like, why would I bully you? I don't care about you. Like, that's what I would say. That's that's bullying. That's actually not. It's like, why would I waste my time? I don't even think about you. (laughs) Is that mean? Oh, Chelsea. (laughs) No, I don't think that's mean at all. It's just honest. And guess what? Right. You're still not getting any sort of coronations today. None. Well, I was preparing the kids for the real world, you know, the disappointment <laughs> of the real world. I was preparing them. So you're welcome, high schoolers of Gallatin High School, class of 2006. <laughs> All right. So let's get into our NBA plays. We have talked about our high school memories. I always wonder what, you know, basketball players were like in high school because it feels like their path was very much picked out for him like Joel and yes he's seven feet tall like he's gonna play basketball and I think the wildest scene that I have seen this past week was did you see Joel Embiid looking at Wimby as he walked past Wimby's taller than Joel Embiid can you imagine being that tall and for your whole life you're probably always the tallest person in the room and then all of a sudden you look up and there's somebody taller than you like that's crazy Wimby is such 
a freak. But then we saw mm-hmm. what Joel Embiid did to Wemby. He put up a 70 spot. So now the question is, what does Joel Embiid do next against the Pacers? Uh, we've got the Pacers hosting the Sixers. Philly laying four and a half. The Pacers still without Tyrese Halliburton. Total of 236 and a half. So, Jenks, you taking Joel Embiid here and the Sixers? Oh, yeah. Let's see what I wrote down yesterday when I was doing some research. I was thinking yesterday, could I do a show with no research whatsoever? Bill says yes. I overprepare like a man. Yeah, I think you could. As, as you know, I'm going to see. I'm going to try it one of these. Maybe I'll try it tomorrow. Who knows? I want to see if I can pull it off. But then the question is, would I let myself do it? I don't know. Whatever. Just give me a discount on it, Mom. Next time I hand it out to some lady. <laughs> it was popular in high school. <laughs> uh, back in the day. Ah, the glory days. Yeah, I, I take the Sixers minus the points. This is short. Tyrese Halliburton out. You mentioned that. Philly is amazing. 27-15 and 15 against the spread this season. Very, very good. Indiana has lost three straight, including getting dumped by the Blazers of all teams. Pacers are just in a bad spot right now. So I'll take the Sixers minus points. I think that's probably the way to go um, for the Pacers. It's not a team that I necessarily want to trust without Tyrese Halliburton because not only is he their key scorer, he also is the the straw that stirs the drink. Obviously, as the point guard, Mm -hmm. the offense runs through him. Indiana has not been good in this spot either. Just 13 and 13 as an underdog. Meanwhile, the Sixers, when they're favorites, that's when you take them. They are 27 and five straight up. We would worry about the spread, but it's not that large of a number. Looks like it is moving fast. Uh, Looks like it's already five in some spots. So clearly the money is backing Philly and so will I. Next up, let's go to the Celtics in the heat. We've got Miami hosting here, but Boston the favorites, minus six and a half, total of 225 and a half. Jenks, the heat have been kind of confounding. Yesterday, didn't they mm-hmm. lose outright? I had them in an NBA parlay, which I do these like mindless <laughs> parlays that, you know, just to keep me in tune with the NBA. Yeah. They lost outright to the Grizzlies, 105 to 96, as I believe. 10-point favorite. So now they're looking at a back-to-back, and in comes the Celtics, one of the best teams in the NBA, probably the best team in the East. So are we with the Celtics here, laying the six and a half? Yeah. I don't know what's going on with the Heat right now, but especially on the back end of a back-to-back, I mean, I don't trust Miami in this spot. They're one, three, and one on the back end of a back-to-back this season. And maybe maybe you can make the case. Oh, it's good by a low spot. They lost to the Grizz yesterday, for God's sakes. Oh my God. <sighs> Memphis is so terrible. And when you're losing to the Grizz at home, and then you got the C's coming into town the very next night, I think six and a half is actually a low number, honestly. I'm surprised it's not higher here. Give me the Celtics. Yeah, especially for a heat offense that has been really pedestrian at times. They Mm -hmm. have scored fewer than 100 points in six of their last 10 games. So yes, their defense is usually what keeps them in the game, but it's going to be tough to slow down Jason Tatum and company, who I feel like is probably making a very strong case for the All-Star game. I think that's another narrative to kind of keep uh, on the back burner as you are handicapping these games is All-Star weekend's coming up. And there are certain guys that want to be named to the all-star team. So keep that in mind when you are looking at player props. Uh, Next up, we've got a good one brewing in New York. The Knicks taking on the Nuggets. 
Denver short favorites here laying a point and a half total of 222 and a half so normally I would be all over the Knicks at home but the Nuggets have had some really good road wins you know over the last month or so Jamal Murray has been heating up as well (sighs) who are we taking I actually like the under here these are two of the best under teams in the NBA the Knicks are a great under team I won with them earlier this week playing the under here's the thing Knicks fourth best under team in the league 25 and 19 to the under the Nuggets are the best under team in the NBA this year 27 and 18 to the under they both play strong defense they both like to slow the pace of play down and get in half court sets before they run their offensive plays I think the under is the right call I'm surprised it's this high so under is the play for me at the garden I think I would roll with the Nuggets here. The Nuggets feel yeah. like they are out to prove something. Like I said, it's not just Nikola Jokic that's been playing well. It's Jamal Murray, who's been on a, mm-hmm. a, a bit of a tear as of late. I was thinking for an actual play, maybe not an official play, but something that I will be playing as I am doing it right now. Celtics, Sixers, Parlay, plus 104. Do we like it? Oh, yeah. I'll do that. I like that quite a bit. Do it. Chelsea, that should be your play yeah. of the day right there. Lock her in. Well, I'm going to be typing that in to my phone okay. during the break. But when we return, okay. we will be back to football. Our big plus money parlay coming your way next on the Daily Tip. Stick around. We've got more. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. In a few mere moments on the show, we will try for some big plus money as we give out our show parlay that is due at this point. We got to hit one of these. Uh, But, Jenks, speaking of big money and payouts, I was watching the Alabama and Auburn game last night, and they were doing the cutaways in the crowd to, like, you know, fans. And they showed this guy in a polo, and I was like, oh, okay, random Alabama guy. And my husband says, oh, that's the amateur golfer that won on the PGA Tour but didn't get to collect any of the prize money. And I said, what? How do you win a PGA Tour event but he didn't get to win any of the money? He's like, because he's an amateur. So, you know, when you're an amateur, obviously you don't get paid. But if he would have been on the tour and won this tournament, he would have won $1.5 million dollars. Instead, he came home with zero dollars because he's an amateur. Did you hear about this? He came home with a sleeve of emblazoned golf balls. Congratulations (laughs) on your win. Oh, that sounds terrible. Brand new tees. Brand new tees. Look at that. Many colors. Pick the color you like there, big guy. I did not hear about this. I mean, it makes sense according to the rules, but I did not hear Mm -hmm. about him winning and not taking home any money. And I know Jake is, I feel like Jake is our de facto golf expert here. If I need to know something about golf, I ask you, I mean, you know a lot about golf too, 
and I'll be like, what does Jake think about it? Because he knows all these stories. Well, yes, because I know about golf against my will because we are constantly watching golf. One would think that if you have a wife that's into sports, like, oh, perfect. You never argue yeah. over what to watch. No, even during football season, he's like, oh, let's turn on the golf tournament. I'm like, there is NFL football on. <laughs> we do not need to be watching the golf channel. But apparently yeah. it's this sophomore at Alabama who won the Amex, uh, one of the tour events. I think it was the American okay. Express. Um, but I will say he does get tour status, which means something. You know, to get your tour mm -hmm. card is certainly a big deal, but sure. it has to be deflating. Like, I think he withdrew from the next tournament because, I don't know, maybe he wanted to party. And he was at this game last night. And he <laughs> looks like a normal run-of-the-mill student. Do you think anybody on campus, like, recognized him? I would think that that's one of the better sports to be, like, good at. Because you don't get, you know, people, you know, knocking you over, asking you for autographs. Yeah. But yet... Golf is a sport where you can win a lot of money. I think if you could pick one sport to be pro in, what would it be? Golf. It'll be yeah, golf right? for sure. I mean, baseball is one, but golf for sure, because you can play forever. Do you know what I mean? You can just mm -hmm. play golf on and on and on. And then once you're done with the regular tour, you can go to the champions tour. You're outdoors all the time. It's peaceful. And also... I'm of the belief that, and I don't want to overstate it, but unlike other sports, if you practice all the time and you have a golf coach and you start really young and you put in the effort, you can get really good at golf. It doesn't necessarily mean you'll be a pro, but you can get really good. Whereas with other sports, it's not that you don't have to have athletic talent to play golf. I'm not saying that. But golf is so mechanical and so technical in so many ways where we see people of all shapes and sizes who are good at golf, whereas you that doesn't necessarily translate to other sports. So definitely I would go with golf. Right, because in the NBA, I'm not going to stand a chance. Like, you right. know, or the WNBA, I should say. People who are not, you know, at least 6'5", it's going to be tough mm -hmm. to start a career in the NBA as opposed to maybe golf. Even though I do think that the competition is getting more athletic, by the day with you know some yeah. of the young talent that we're seeing so uh as we do our parlay picks i'm gonna ask everybody on our staff that question as well so let's get into the big money show parlay and try to go five and oh one time uh for the squad so matt let's lead us off here so give us your show parlay ladies pick. and gentlemen adults of all ages it's time for the show parlay <laughs> All right, I forgot we had an amazing sounder, but there it was. Matt, what's your show parlay pick and what sport would you play professionally if you had a choice? Uh, well, to enter the first, the second question, I would either stick with golf like you guys said, because you can do it forever, or I would do baseball. It was my first love. I also oh, think yeah. you can play it for a very long time if you want to. You don't need to be in shape to play it. So I would go with either baseball or golf. Um, but my parlay pick this week, I am going with Lamar Jackson. I think if the Ravens stand any chance at all, it's going to be in the hands of Lamar. And you saw what Josh Allen did running the ball last week against the Chiefs. I think they're in for worse with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's line's at 64 and a half. I mean, he can get 100 again like he did last week, I think. 
So I'll take over 64 and a half rush yards for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, this line was 59 and a half earlier in the week. So clearly we are seeing a lot of action on the over when it comes to Lamar Jackson and for good reason. All right, David, you are next up. Same questions to you. Your parlay pick and also what sport you would play professionally if you had a choice. I'd be on tour right now, flat out. I would be, oh. if I hadn't blown my back out in college, I'd be on tour right now. All Purple right, bandit. all right. I was, you want to all right me? I was ranked 19th in the nation in high school. In David, the, nation, the PJ Tour is really tough. Yeah, like really and I tough. was and really, sure you know that. Chelsea, I was really, really good. I've played in tournaments okay. with Tiger Woods. I've played in a final round with Tiger Woods as a junior golfer. I used to be really, really good. And then I went to college and I blew my back out. And I can't, I couldn't play competitively okay. anymore. So, yeah, I'd be a golfer. My my bet is Lions plus seven over the, over the 49ers. I just think it's a, too big of a number for such a... a an important game. I think some kneecaps will get bitten off by the Lions. So we're, we're, we're going to take the Lions plus seven. How'd you blow your well, back Well, they out? have been. How did I blow my back out with my swing? Yeah. I tore. Oh. I tore a lot of muscles. A lot. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I didn't know. I mean, you can do a billion different things to hurt your back. So I was just curious. Oh yeah, and now like cleaning yeah. out his closet like Lucy. Yeah, Lucy's right. Like, I, I was, was about to for say. A shoebox, and I herniated a disc. Well, I I feel <laughs> Lucy's like, pain because it only takes me like bending over the wrong way now, and I can throw my back out and be oh down for days. Oh, buddy, I had a discectomy. I have two. I have reherniated that disc and the disc tight. above it. So. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm I have complete empathy for anyone with back issues because when your back hurts, you can't do anything, anything. This show is now sponsored by Copperfit and BC Powder. <laughs> All right, who's next? Uh, Bill, looks like you are next. Yes. Same question: yes. parlay pick and what sport would you play professionally if you could? I mean, the easy answer, like everybody else has said, is golf because you have such a longer career. But if you could be a left-handed reliever, you could make some pretty good money in baseball over your career as well. No salary cap. They keep those guys around forever. You throw, what, 30, 40 innings a year? It's great. Grow some tomatoes out in the bullpen. You have an awesome time. It'd be wonderful. Uh, Parlay pick. I'm going Isaiah Pacheco. Over 14 and a half rushing attempts this week. He's done this seven out of the last eight games, and if the Kansas City Chiefs have any shot at slowing down Baltimore, they've got to be able to run the ball. I think he actually may get close to 20 carries in this game, which he hasn't hit that but one time over that same stretch. But I think they're going to have to run the ball this weekend. So give me Pacheco over his rushing attempts, set at 14.5 at your good friends at BetMGM. It's wild to me that that is the identity of the Chiefs this year. Like, they have been Mm -hmm. running the football. They have been based on the run and great defense, which is wild to say when Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback. All right, Jenks, same questions to you. Your parlay pick, and I think we have settled on golf. There's no Uh other sport that people would want to play. What about basketball? You used to play basketball. 
Well, it was an L5 S1 injury for me, and I had all sorts of sciatica, you know, that was bothering me. So that's why. <laughs> no, I, 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 I would love to play basketball. That was actually my my first love, and I played a lot of basketball. I played up through my junior year, and then I decided to quit because my my coach was like, "Hey, why don't you play center?" I'm like, "How about no? I'm six feet. What are you talking about?" I was playing <laughs> point guard. I was like, "This is the. I was just getting destroyed in the paint." I'm like, this is so, "It was awful. Whatever. Just high school." But I, I would love to. But that's when it comes back to like athletic talent. Like I don't have the even if I practiced every day, I don't think I have the natural athletic talent to play basketball. Though I would, if I could choose a sport, it would be basketball. But if we're talking about best pathway to making money, it would be golf. You know what I mean? Right, but this is fantasy land. Like, if you, oh, you know, fantasy could choose, land? Yeah. Oh, it's a hypothetical. Yeah. Then I'd play And in also, the what is your parlay pick? <laughs> oh, I'm laying the three with the Ravens. I'm buying the hook, minus 137. It doesn't matter. It's still 22 to one here, the odds. So I, re- I am big on the Ravens. I think the Ravens are finally going to prove to everyone. I think they're sneakily the best team in the NFL. Matt was saying this in the chat earlier. They have right now like a DVOA for the ages right now. This is quietly one of the best NFL teams that have been around for a long time. Yeah, I'll play a field goal here, but I'm on the Ravens this weekend in Charm City. And I saw where I think it's going to be like Ray Lewis and some of their all-time greats that are going to be like doing stuff before the game. It should be quite the atmosphere in Baltimore. All right, so for me, I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson to score a rushing touchdown. You can get that at even money. I think the key to this game, like Matt said, is Lamar Jackson running the football. We saw Josh Allen do it. Clearly, the Chiefs had some trouble stopping the run. And why would Lamar not get the job done himself? Uh, I think he had two rushing touchdowns last week. So I'm going to go with that. Lamar Jackson, any time touchdown. So here are the picks. Lamar Jackson over his rushing prop. Lions plus seven. Isaiah Pacheco over his rushing attempt. The Ravens minus three. And Lamar to score an anytime touchdown. Combined odds, 22 to one. $25 would pay you. $565. So a lot of these seem very heavily on the Ravens. So Baltimore, we need you this week. Lamar, we need you this week. Please have a good mm. game. And for the love of God, can we please win one of these show parlays? We will see. Hour three is next of the Daily Tip. We are starting off hot with the best storylines still remaining in the NFL postseason. Next on the Daily Tip. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.